Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society. The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide. For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. Hi, I'm Michael Cortese of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And I'm Charles Epting of H.R. Harmer, uh, normally in New York City, but currently in St. Louis, Missouri at St. Louis Stamp Expo 2021. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. So St. Louis Stamp Expo, this is yeah. the first major American stamp show of 2021. This is sort of the, the trial balloon. This is one that, um, uh, you know, it, it, I think it's kind of, a, you know, we talked to Alex last year. There was a show here in St. Louis. Yeah. They've been sort of the pioneers and there have been other smaller regional shows. But I think this is the first um, fairly large scale attempt at, at holding a show. There's no exhibits. It's just a dealer bourse. Okay. Um, and everything is spread out. I'll go into more of that in a minute. But um, this is sort of the first attempt at getting things back to normal. Garfield Perry in Cleveland is mm-hmm. uh, is scheduled to be held next month, so that might be another step in the in the same direction. But as of right now, yeah, St. Louis. It's it's weird. My last stamp show was the Sarasota show in January of 2020. So it's been 14 months uh, since I've been at a stamp show, and and here I am. Yeah. Huh. But, so what is it? What is it like? What's, uh... So, so you get here. You asked me off camera about yeah. what my badge was. <laughs> you get this badge up close. So the badge is for the show, mm-hmm. and then you see the little pink sticker. Yeah, that means my temperature has been checked today. Oh wow! And they're going to change the color of the sticker every day of the show. Okay. So that way you don't just have the same sticker on. You could develop a fever yeah. overnight. So they check the temperature once a day, but you get that little sticker, and then it's in and out. Um, masks on at all times. That's the other main thing, yeah. uh, there's hand sanitizer stations throughout. There's tissues. There's, um, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're really doing their best. The dealer tables are, are fairly spread out. Uh, there were a couple of uh, no-show dealers. So there is a nice bit oh, okay. of breathing room. You can sort yeah. of stretch out. Um, you know, if anything, it just, you know, means there's more room for people sitting there going through through cover boxes. So, um, so yeah, it, 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 it's, um, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I um, you know, it's it's a COVID stamp show. What is a stamp show like in the year twenty twenty one? Yeah. Um. So my so I I left New York right now. It's um one forty five Central Time. Uh, I left New York at six o'clock this morning, and the whole flight I was just thinking, what is it going to be like? What is it going to be like? Um, I was anxious. Like, is it even going to feel like a stamp show? And I yeah. I have to tell you, it feels more normal and more familiar than it does strange. Mm-hmm. Um, it really feels like a stamp show yeah. uh, with, with again, these little modifications, a mask, um, you know, uh, uh, you still shake hands with certain people. I haven't seen them in over a year. I'm not going <laughs> to not going to not shake hands with them. And then you use yeah. the hand sanitizer and it's all good. But it's uh, it's really refreshing and it's really nice. I don't think I realized how much I missed this until being here. And mm-hmm. I have to be honest, it is surreal. It is um, you know, it, it's a stamp show. It's yeah. like, again, it's a, it's a COVID stamp show. I get that. There's going to be restrictions in place for presumably the foreseeable future. But um, but but by and large, it just feels good to be back. I have to tell you, it's, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the dealers uh, remember what you collect. That's what I love. It's like it's such a tight and hobby. They see me. They're like, I've got something for you. Or I, I've yeah. seen like the, the, you really feel like you're um, you're a part of something. Uh, the other thing, I don't want this to come across as uh, conceited at all. Yeah. But I have had multiple people stop me and ask if I'm that guy from conversations with philatelists. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, maybe they'll be even watching this episode at some point. Uh, <laughs> one guy said, I've seen uh, three or four of those. How many have you done? <laughs> and I said, we're up in the we're up in the 40s, uh, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah, uh, I think I we're think around so. 45 or so. I think so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he was like, like, like the first couple, like he listened to, you know, he's like, oh, I just heard the Wayne Youngblood episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was about a decade ago, if I recall. <laughs> a decade ago, yeah. Um, but yeah, but but again, people people here are are very receptive and responsive to the show, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That there's people I've never met before who are like, one guy said to me, "You're the guy from Noble Spirit," <laughs> and I said, "That's the other guy." Yeah, that's um, the other guy, the guy from Harbor. So, uh, no, that that's been a lot of fun too. And uh, I, I I don't say this at all in a self congratulatory way. Mm-hmm. I say this in the sense that I I think it shows that CWP is is reaching the right people and is yeah. um is finding an audience amongst collectors, especially during the pandemic when, when so many of us have been looking for any sort of, uh, you know, uh, way to connect with, with others. Yeah. It, it definitely sounds exciting that people are getting back into things that looks like the, hearing that it's more normal than weird is, uh, is That's, relieving. I, I, again, I, I thought it was going to go one of two ways. I thought yeah. it was going to be like an alien landscape where I didn't even recognize <laughs> it as a stamp show yeah. or a stamp show with, slight modifications and i'm really happy to report that it's the the latter and especially compared to pictures i had seen on social media of some of the smaller regional bourses and everything mm-hmm. which looked a bit um forced uh, well, that's, that's looked, what i was going to ask next is what's the attendance like how many dealers are there the, it's a good question there's probably 25 or 30 dealers okay not- um, again, a couple, couple of no shows, but but a, a great selection of dealers. And and the other thing is, there's there's powerful dealers here too. Yeah. There's there's big time dealers with with really good stuff, really good new stuff. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, well, it's been a Eric year Jack- since they've been able to show it. Oh, that, well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I said I said Eric uh, Eric Jackson to people yeah. who who watch. I said Eric, what's new? He says I just got the greatest collection of wine stamps ever formed. Wow. And he pulls out a little stack of wine stamps that all catalog mid five figures. Wow. And I was like, nobody's seen this stuff before. He's like, no, this is the first time I'm showing it to people. So wow. that's cool. Again, like so many people have, you know, what? I'm going to, can I do a little show and tell? Yeah, no, of course. Of course. Please. Because I'm still a collector myself. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, people know what I collect. So I don't have to do any <laughs> of the looking. They just flag me down and say, I've got something for you. And then yeah. I, I buy it at whatever cost they decide. But this is the latest addition to my collection. Wow. This is a uh, – so, so it's, um, it's a, a white star line cover. It's, it's like a, a folded letter sheet. It had the yeah. – like you tear away the tabs to read it. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is, um, this is my NRA stamp posted on the high seas uh, on a white star line ship um, to uh, coastal Columbia. Mm-hmm. So this cover was never actually – um, in the United States, but the U.S. postage paid the the rate from from on the high seas. Yeah. So that's my National Recovery Administration stamp that I collect. That's totally out of focus. And uh, <laughs> again, find, good luck finding a usage that's not within the United States. That's yeah. you know in, within Colombian waters. Um, but that was kind of cool. So so again, the dealers have new stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's a good slate of dealers. Attendance is. Um, kind of what you'd expect it's you know it, it, it's um it's it's not jam-packed by any means but you yeah. know what stamp show is these days um yeah. you know i think it's actually quite on par with with an uh, you know it's it's friday i don't know what the weekend's going to be like i'm heading yeah. out first thing tomorrow morning 
Um, you know, so, so maybe over the weekend, they'll get some, some non-philatelic foot traffic, but for the time, you know, for, given the circumstances, I think it seems like a, like a resounding success. I would say, um, awesome. everyone's, everyone's being careful. Everyone's behaving themselves. Everyone's just excited to be back. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a, a, a friend of mine, James Wygant drove six hours from Oklahoma. Uh, another <laughs> gentleman, Vince King came up from Texas. Uh, there's wow. people coming from all over the place to, yeah. to, um, well, people to are attend to get it. back. Exactly. That's the thing. Uh, Mick Zace came in from yeah. South Carolina. Um, so, so people from all around Jay Vigalki of Lynn Stamp News came in from Ohio. So mm-hmm. right there, you've got Ohio, South Carolina, Texas, Oklahoma, New York, yeah. all descending on um, St. Louis for, for this show. I think that's, I think that's really cool uh, yeah. that, that, you know, you, you can sense the, um, the urgency with which people want to get back into the hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. That sounds awesome. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that aspect yet that the dealers now have new material that they haven't, they've been unable to show people for a year, especially show dealers as well. The show dealers have been accumulating stuff for 12, 14 months now. (laughs) And this is just like unleashing the floodgates. I see so many people just going from table to table. It almost reminds me when you hear stories about the good old days of stamp shows where like dealers could come and buy and sell on the floor. That's kind of what it feels like because there's just all this new stuff. Yeah, I I think there's really going to be an explosion with the next, the the first couple months of of shows that start up again where people really get to explore material that hasn't been seen for quite some time. Exactly. I, I, that's what I get. Um, again, I'm, I'm, my, my collection is on a much smaller scale than a lot of mm-hmm. what is rearing its head. But the, the, the material I've seen, I've stopped by some booths of, of dealer friends of mine and the stuff mm-hmm. they've got under the glass is just um, it, it's honestly a, a better caliber of material than I've been used to seeing these last couple of years. That's awesome. That's incredible. So but I'm going yeah. to find uh, Alex Hyman if I can. Mm hmm. And uh, we're going to catch up with him. I'll, uh, I'll actually try and come back to the same spot and, and have him grab a seat next to me. It'll be great to hear from Alex because he went to the last one that, that you didn't get to go to. No, that, so no, that middle one. And, 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 and he even admitted that compared to this one, that one was like kind of weird, like kind of yeah. like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I saw him in the hallway briefly and I said, Alex, what's, um, what's your take on this? Yeah. And he said, this is, this is a normal stamp show again. Yeah. Well, you got you got to figure. It a lot feels of these, like we're back. It, it, we got to figure a lot of these people probably have already been vaccinated. So correct. They feel correct. Like I've, another I've, layer I've of talking, comfort. I've been talking to a lot of people who are vaccinated, or a lot of people who had the uh, the virus itself. Yeah. So there there has been a lot of that. Again, people who who um you know have, have been through one of those two experiences, and and yeah, yeah. feel like they've kind of gotten a new lease on life. I would say. Yeah. Awesome. So let's. Uh, Let's put we'll Alex circle on. back around with Alex. Oh, so he's here now. Yes. Hey. Can you hear us? Oh. Yeah, yeah. We're here on the show floor. Yeah. What's your take on St. Louis Stamp Expo 2021? Well, uh, as, as you as you both know from our discussion after the August event, which was the delayed pandemic 2020 show, um, definitely a bigger crowd to start off the day against just day, day one of three. And the really the biggest difference in terms of the experience is there are much many more dealers that have attended this year yeah. uh, than, than they did in August. So is this about double the size as last year, as August? So that's a good question. I would say yeah, a, a certainly approach. It's in the same space. So this is the yeah. room actually has not changed at all. Yeah. Uh, it's, been, it's been in this space now for 
you know, 10 plus years, we're standing in what would be the exhibit frame area, which is on one side of the, of the show. Yeah. It, it's just for only for this for this show as it was for uh, actually no sorry August they did have some exhibits this show is force only uh, so the room which I think is an 1100 person capacity room because of restrictions here in St. Louis County the, the size works perfectly for a number of people so there's no like we're never going to hit the 225 yeah. at one time which is the restriction I believe um, but yes this is a, probably about double the number of dealers in August but probably still like only a two-thirds Maybe even less, 60% of what a full show pre-pandemic was just two years ago. Yeah. So the foot foot traffic-wise, it's about a double as well. This is what's, you know, it's uh, sometimes things can be deceiving. It's a better question. I'll try to get some information uh, for you guys to share uh, by the end of the show. But I know that that August was down by 75%, 70-ish percent. So it Mm -hmm. it was quite off. So if this show just picks up to being about half, It'll make a difference. And again, Saturday, it's, I would say we'll know a lot more by end of day tomorrow. Um, yeah. that's, that's the key. And do you view this as sort of a proof of concept? A lot of shows are presumably looking at us right now, whether it's West Apex, whether it's you know Napex or whatnot. Do you think the show like this shows, yeah, you can do it. you got to be smart. you got to put the right rules into place. But do you view this as sort of a, um, uh, again, a, a, a model, a path forward for other WSP shows? Uh, uh, yes, in only that the philatelic hobby and, and industry needs sort of lubricant to have the wheels continue to move. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if all the shows sort of were to stay shut for two or three years or whatever, whatever the duration of sort of the total length of the long tail of the pandemic into 2022, you know, hopefully nowhere near where it is now, let's imagine that it did. The problem is, is that. Dealers use these shows to buy from each other. They use them to buy from collectors. Collectors are using them to continue to refresh what, what they have in their collections and find new areas. And even I've already, you know, just a couple hours here, found, dived into a whole new area. I didn't think I would be interested in it, but I saw it here. And if I had it, I know I would not have sort of even started to dabble in this new area. So, so can I use an analogy? Yes, please. Is it like running a car in the garage to keep the engine Yes. Even if it's not a pre-pandemic show, you're right that if the show shuts down for three years, it's much harder to get back up and running in that third year. I, I would say mm-hmm. the thing that the thing that if I had to the, the anecdote the anecdote that matters most probably for the difference between August and now, but definitely a, a part of like what's clearly in people's back to this analogy of engines of sort of wanting to get back into the into going to a stamp show and being a part of it is the number of people that are here from out of state. And I'm not just yeah. referencing Southern Illinois, which is not that far away. Um, I'm saying that there are, you know, from Oklahoma, uh, from Indiana, Michigan, uh, someone's here from Louisiana. We've got uh, Texas, South Carolina. South Carolina. Uh, yeah. So there was probably three or maybe less than, maybe less than five people that came in from more than a four-hour drive in August. And there were people that got on airplanes to come here dealers in particular but also collectors so that's a dynamic that is certainly showing like people want to come back because no one gets on an airplane if they, if they wouldn't want to be here at yeah, one side yeah. and as far as entrance goes uh, compared to the august show and now is the protocol any different for administering or admitting people into the show it's it's very similar they've got they've got you know, we learned from our the, the show committee learned from the first experience and is now kind of progressing. So, for example, the way that the check-in worked was more streamlined. They realized mm-hmm. they could do the temperature check a little bit closer. 
into where the registration table where they had more people set up to do the, the contact tracing. Everyone signs a form basically acknowledging we understand we're, that Salos County is the better pandemic and here's the deal and contract tracing uh, for contact information. And then how they give you the sticker, how they give you the pin. So I would say that's 25% more efficient, faster yeah. to run you through from last time. But the, the spacing is still really good in here. The spacing between in between dealer booths. I mean, there's never a moment where like this is the closest I, I have you know, with someone. <laughs> but it, but you don't yeah. typically fit in the same exactly fit in the screen. But there's no. I don't think a single person in here would feel pressured that they would have to be near anyone if they were if it, like you don't have to put a lot of effort and still have the distance that you yeah. want. Um, so, but I, I think in the end, it, you know, pretty, pr- you know, pretty decent on, pro- on following protocol and everything. Another dynamic, which is super important, this is certainly true of a lot of the people that came in from elsewhere, is many of the people in this room by dem- just demographic alone are one shot in or two shots into the vaccine. Yeah. So probably from the perspective of the population that is in attendance or would attend over these several days. It's not more it's, vaccinated. Yeah, it's, I, would, I wouldn't call it a, a philatelic herd immunity here, but I, that's something to that effect. Like, you know, I already, I mean, I know numerous dealers here. Uh, uh, Eric Jackson commented to me that, you know, wasn't going to come to the show unless he could at least be one, you know, one, one, one dose of vaccine. And he got, the, he got that first dose. And now it's he's passed many days into it nearing his second dose. So like, as it put more people at ease, I know that attendees are thinking the same thing. So I know yeah. that mattered, mattered for dealers. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But well, th- that's fantastic. Do you, do you have anything else, Charles? I was just going to say, let's, uh, let's, let's maybe um, circle back around with, with Alex wants to show who's uh, in the books and, and get some half, you know, post show numbers so we can have some, some data to work with. But uh, no, I, I think by and large, this is, it feels like a stamp show. That's, that's my big takeaway. And, and I would say that is something that, again, it's, your impression of it, it's, it definitely feels, even though it's, you know, reduced attendance, certainly there are not as many dealers that were, say, two years ago, but I would say this feels 90% like yeah. what the show felt like two years ago, whereas in August it was like, I don't know, a, just a fraction of what a show felt like, just because the dealers spread out in this room in order to create that distance, there weren't that many dealers. So this one, I mean, you're, the dealers you're missing, it's, it's just, it's not nearly as many as it was before, because before you'd have 30, 40 feet between dealers because there just was no there weren't enough dealers here in the room that was still the same size room they've held in it for years so the, the spacing is is really awesome yeah great great well thank you so much alex thanks you for 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 doing this taking the time to of meet course. with us yeah no it's crazy to think about this but you know i i, I joke philatelic nerds are gonna are gonna be giving each other trivia you know in the future and asking questions about you know what's the name of this country or that country or you know i'm gonna name a scott number you you know you describe the stamp and one of them is going to be kind of like in a, in a pop three category and it's going to be about philatelic organizations and the question is going to be which uh, which city hosted two consecutive world series of flattery shows with no other world series of flattery shows but that t- taking place between those two yeah and the answer is <laughs> the st louis stamp expo and yeah. that's just, it just it's crazy to me that, I mean, again, I, pandemic, it makes perfect sense, but like it will just never happen again like this. It's just yeah. such a, now Garfield Perry, which is still planning to hold in a couple weeks, will also be able to not, they'll, they will not have missed a year because theirs was the last show before yeah. they really all shut down. I canceled March. my trip there because New York was a hot spot then. Cleveland was totally fine at the time. Yeah. So that's, 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 so they will also be able to have a, an unbroken record of, 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 continued show having a 2020 show having a 2021 but it's 
Yeah, it's, it's great. Sort of, it's a, kind of a crazy experience here, but I, you know, thrilled to be here in St. Louis. And the committee is, uh, has been up and going and decided right after the last show, hey, you know, it, we did it. You know, we showed that we could do it. And now let's just improve on it. So really, and I, I'm not a member of the committee, but really my, my hat's off to the committee here and, and, it, and just the volunteer effort and all the planning and, and, and desire to really make sure that, that St. Louis hosted a, a World Series show uh, at, you know, first one in 2021. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, it looks great, guys. Have have fun in the rest of your trip and uh, and we'll catch up with you soon, Alex. Excellent. So, Michael, I wish you were here. That's the yeah. only thing that would make this show like even cooler is if we could <laughs> not be doing this on little screens. Yeah. But, um, but but you, I, I, I think that once... Um, you know, this this becomes the norm again. We'll uh, we'll have a lot of fun being able to do episodes live from shows. Yeah, being able to see people we've interviewed. Like like imagine mm-hmm. going up to like an Eric Jackson or somebody who we've interviewed, and being like, "We're the two guys you saw on Zoom." <laughs> the two guys you saw on but, Zoom. <laughs> but we're here. But we're here. Um, yeah, that'd be nuts. No, I think this is a great step in the right direction uh, towards normal. I think we'll people will start to see more and more of this yep. where. You know, you're somewhere, you can do I'm somewhere, it sensibly. Yeah, you can. You can. You know, I think this proves that you can. You can. Um, you know, you can really do this the right way. It's, it's yeah. um, you know, it, it is feasible. It's not. It's not a pipe dream right now. Yeah. Um. Before we wrap up, though, can I share with everyone just yes uh, in the time since we last spoke, um, <laughs> I, I bought another cover. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun one, though. Yeah. Okay whoa wow look at that what do you notice about it um well first off it's it's multi-use it's a mixed use yeah mixed it use. it is yeah. it is the domestic canadian postage mm-hmm. and then i believe the u.s postage the airmail rate was eight cents at the time i have to check that when i get back to the office but i'm pretty sure on top of my head it was the eight cent period so you've got this this paid postage to the border basically yeah it would have come across most likely in vancouver Mm-hmm. And then three, three, and then two of the one cent century of progress. Yeah. Uh, eight cents U.S. airmail to get it to its de- to get it to its destination in Pasadena, California. So a very cool uh, mixed use Canada U.S. Uh, mixed ranking cover with my my little NRA stamp on it. And That's then awesome. one other one of the quickie, if, uh, if everyone will oblige me. Yeah, it's what if we're they've made it. If they've made it this far in the episode, they'll probably yeah. oblige me. So this is cool. What's going on here? The three cent Washington. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Let me see it. Pay, pays first class postage. Okay. Stripper three, the five cent Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Pays registration. Hmm. And what's that little NRI stamp doing down there? I can't make out the return receipt. Return receipt. Yes. So this is first, first class, registered. Yeah. Receipt, return receipt requested. Wow. Which basically means that you would get a letter yeah. back in the mail when this had been delivered. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but uh, just a, a cool, uh, you know. Again, you see, you see covers all the time where like the NRA stamp pays special delivery, and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of the NRA stamp. Mm-hmm. I like it more when the NRA stamp pays for a special service. So you've really made out like a bandit in this, this show. I have. It's been yeah. a year, so I think I was uh, entitled Overdue. to treat myself a little bit. <laughs> I think. I think so. I and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I have not added anything to my NRA collection in mm-hmm. uh, quite some time. I've sort of 
put this one on the back burner. I just wasn't feeling it anymore. I wasn't, yeah. um, I wasn't as excited about it. And then when you, when you come across something like, yeah. boom, can I ask you, did, with Canada, did you buy those all from the same dealer? I did. Can I ask who it is? Was you can, it's labor and Harris. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Labor and knows exactly what I collect. Yeah. So when labor and saw me, he said, Charles, I've got a little pile of stuff for you. Yeah. Um, was that addressed to Roosevelt? No, Rosenberg in Rosenberg. Virginia. Okay. So, so, so here's one where the uh, the three cent NRA with the five cent Roosevelt pays eight cents airmail, but it was mm-hmm. undeliverable and returned yeah. to sender. So, mm-hmm. great little cover. I like the the weird uses like that. Yeah. Um, Michael, I yeah, hope I, I will that. get to see you on the road uh, very soon. I hope that we can do a show like this. Yeah. In the near future, I I may or may not be in Cleveland. Um. But after that, uh, who knows what the rest of the year holds? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll see you in San Francisco for Westpex. That'd be incredible. I'm, that'd yeah, be awesome. That would be a that would be a fun one. So, yeah. uh, so no, again, again, St. Louis, huge success from what I've seen. Uh, really proud of everyone who's who's put this show on. We'll uh, we'll be sure to put a link to St. Louis Stamp Expo. Yeah. Uh, in the description, but uh, show notes yeah. overall. Sh- show notes exactly. But <laughs> overall, this was um, this is I well worth uh, worth the the trip here, and uh, I'll be. I'll be back in New York in a few short hours. It's <laughs> wild. Um, th- well, thanks for doing this, Charles. You know, I, it's, I know you're only there for like a, a day, less than a day, less than 24 Correct. hours. Um, Correct. So th- the fact that you found time to kind of uh, talk to us about, about how the show was, uh, is it w- you know, pretty awesome. And, and and there was some good uh, feedback on Twitter, what people wanted to hear about. I think they're yeah, so um, I, I think they're interested in in hearing about this. So if you have any other questions about the show, leave a comment, send us an email, and uh, we can we can cover those in a future episode. But for now, Michael, I'll uh, I'll I'll talk to you real soon from from a thousand miles away. <laughs> from a thousand miles away, yeah. Um, until then, you can find us on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, YouTube, YouTube podcast at gmail.com for the email address and flatlypodcast.com for the website and coming to a stamp share near you and twitter and twitter oh yeah yeah twitter yep <laughs> Put that twitter and stamp shows yeah find us at twitter and stamp shows um, um perfect cool My, michael this was a lot of fun i'll talk to you real soon yeah have a safe flight thank you i'll talk yeah. to you when i get home all right bye